Hello and welcome to Earth Calling. We're your hosts, Ed and Laszlo. Every week we bring you a fresh slice of online content, sorting through the likes, the memes, the insta-queens, the swipes, the scrolls, and the Twitter trolls. Together, we're laying down our 21st century digital legacy. So sit back, relax, and buckle in. This is Earth Calling. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Earth Calling. As always, it's great to have you here. Ed, we're on to episode, what is it, 28? How are you feeling? The big 2-8. Yeah. Feeling good. Feeling good. We've just had some some technical difficulties which have uh, delayed the start of production. Indeed. But Laszlo suggested that, that we should perhaps actually do the call on the platform of choice today, which is Discord. It'll sort of sneak peek at the capabilities of this wonderful platform. It actually didn't work, <laughs> so so we're yeah. uh, we revert to a WhatsApp call. Check out the WhatsApp episode. Yeah, but we are now recording, and yeah, I'm very well. How are you, Laz? How's Berlin? I'm I'm good. Berlin's very well, thank you. Yeah, I I do want to say that um you know we we did unfortunately have to let go a couple of our couple of our team members who were in charge of the technical side of the podcast. <laughs> Time and time again, they've just failed to respond to our um, our needs, and it was it was sad to see Brian go, wasn't it, Ed? Very sad, but we are reaping what we have sown, indeed, and therefore have not been able to record video this week. But we are here, we are live, and we are delighted to be with you all once again. Today, we are talking about Discord, which is, and I quote a VOIP instant messaging and digital distribution platform designed for creating communities. Users communicate with voice notes, video calls, text messaging, media, and files in private chats or as part of communications called servers. Now, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for me, that didn't really clear this up. So Laszlo a few weeks ago suggested that we should do Discord as an app, and I hadn't really heard of it. I'd heard murmurings about it, but... We we like to take people into the weeds of some of these new and emergent technologies, and Discord is certainly one of them. I'm not going to lie; I have found it a little bit difficult to get to, to get to grips with it, and I think that this episode might be Laszlo's version to me of the NFT episode, in the sense that I feel rather rather incapable of explaining for the layman or laywoman or layperson what Discord is all about. So Indeed. perhaps, I, you know, I have done story time with Ed. I can give you the founding story, but I'll just be laying down the facts. I'm looking for a little bit of a little bit of Laszlo fairy dust to explain <laughs> to everybody what on earth this platform is. Bloody hell, okay. Okay, well, it's just, you know, you know give us your story time with Ed and then maybe I can uh, fill in. Okay, so story time with Ed. The concept of this app, Discord, came from a guy called Jason Citron, who founded a gaming platform called OpenFaint um, back in the noughties. And he partnered up with a guy called Stanislav Vishniewski, ah. who had founded uh, another social gaming platform. And anyway, Jason sold OpenFaint, his first kind of company in 2011, for $104 million. Now, 
most people at that point might decide to retire, head off into the sunset with their 100 million. But he decided to actually found a gaming development studio in 2011. And they released a game called Fates Forever in 2014. And he thought that this was going to be a rip-roaring success, but it simply wasn't. (laughs) Now, during the development process, him and his mate Stanislav realized how difficult it was for the team to actually work out tactics um, for online games. So we're thinking things like Final Fantasy, League of Legends. For those of you who remember back to our Twitch episode, Uh these are very big online games. And he realized that chatting to his mates to communicate about tactics was really difficult using things like TeamSpeak and Skype, RIP. And (laughs) so he thought, well, why don't we actually build a chat service that's focused on user-friendliness with a very minimal impact to performance. So basically, how can we allow all of these millions of gamers to chat to each other whilst playing and watching these video games? And so what he did was he went and used a bunch of that money that he'd got in 2011 from founding the first business and then subsequently selling it. And he released something called Discord in 2015. And I should have said, of course, that this was founded in California. Um, It kind of goes without saying nowadays. Mm -hmm. Inutile de dire, uh, (laughs) needless to say. But he essentially wanted to release something that would let people communicate quickly and easily online whilst gaming. Now, it's swiftly became pretty popular and people started to use it instead of Skype. And in 2016, he raised 20 million of additional funding, including an investment from Warner Media, which is, mm. uh, you know, originally Time Warner. So some pretty big names were involved. So if we then fast forward from that original raise, it now has more than 100 million MAUs, which is, of course, Laszlo. Monthly active users. Exactly. And it has millions of communities for every game and player imaginable. Its largest servers, Laszlo will be looking to you to explain what the hell those are, have millions of members. And it's slowly trying to build a business around this too, in terms of revenue and and kind of monetizing the platform that they have. So it's developed into a platform that's bigger than just gaming communication. And it's actually now become a thing where people can study together, or people who geek out on trainers or gardening can kind of build these little communities and chat to each other. So it's gone from purely gaming to be somewhere where people communicate more generally and has literally hundreds of millions of people using it. Now, because it's private, we don't know how much money they make, but the company basically managed to raise $100 million last year um, at a valuation rumored to be about $3.5 billion. And one final thing I'll just say to conclude story time was a very interesting quotation I found from a guy called Danny Rimmer, um, great name, who is a partner at Index Ventures, which is a great venture capital firm. And he said, I believe that Discord is the future of platforms because it demonstrates how a responsibly curated site can provide a safe space for people with shared interests. Rather than throwing raw content at you, like Facebook does, it provides a shared experience for you and your friends. We will come to appreciate that Discord does for social conversation what Slack has done for professional conversation. Mm -hmm. Now, I know, as I said at the beginning, that we've kind of gone really into the weeds here because we're basically drawing comparisons between a pretty unknown platform with an also pretty unknown platform in the form of Slack. But, you know, we appreciate that the Earth Calling listeners are um, keen to be up to date with the latest and greatest in technology and are probably 
you know, a little bit more au fait with this stuff than other people. So yeah, that's what I found. And it does look super interesting. And I did dive into it, which we'll go into. But now, so if you were to kind of summarize what it is and why we need it, what would you say about Discord? Yeah, well, I was actually wondering how best to approach this. I think, you know, comparisons to Slack are very helpful, but I don't want to lean on them because people might not be so familiar with what Slack does. But ultimately, um, I think the, the most important word is community. So what does an online community need? Well, it needs a place for people to exchange text information and it needs a place to, for people to speak to each other over voice and over video. And basically Discord allows for all of those things. Now, I want to actually try and basically do what Ed did with the NFTs chat and, you know, not, not go into the lemonade stand territory, but I do want to use... <laughs> I do want to use fruits to try and explain what the hell Discord is. So I want to I want to imagine that you and your friends are just really, really into different fruits, right? Picture, if you will, I am a mango man. Laszlo is a banana man. Exactly, exactly. Ed's a big banana man. Uh, I'm sorry, mango man. No, no, man. I'm a mango You're man. You're a mango man. Yeah. Sorry, you're a mango man. I'm a banana man. And then we've got friends who, you know, like all sorts of Rubicon. You know Rubicon, those drinks? Yes. Delicious. Yes. I had a Capri Sun yesterday, by the way. Just thought I'd mention that. Um, <laughs> Bloody hell, that's a blast in the past. What do you have that with a fruit roll-up and a <laughs> thing of Gatorade and a couple of Lunchables? Well, I only, nice. had, only had two, two euros pocket money, so, you know, I couldn't go that crazy. Anyway, so imagine we got this big group of friends and all of us have got we we have a common interest which is fruit in general but we also really like our kind of specific fruits now we want to be able to talk to each other about these fruits over text and video so we have in this community on discord which is just you know a kind of a big page we got text channels and we got voice channels um, the text channels, you know, kind of got a topic name. So it could be general, which could be where we talk about all kinds of fruit, where, you know, Ed shares his mango pictures, I share my banana pictures or my Caprisan stories, and it's kind of general banter. But then we've also got specific text channels. So <laughs> one one which is just for mangoes, where the topic is very much expected to be only mangoes. And then, of course, my banana chat, where, you know, we only post things about bananas. I'll tell you what really frustrates me. I would have an entire sub-channel dedicated to the unripeness of the Pret Mango Lime wow. kind of breakfast pack. I don't wow. know if anyone's ever had one of these, but it's it's a real, real you know, you, you can start your day off very well if you go in for a Pret porridge and a mango and lime pot. But I've learned that you need to be very careful with the mango lime pots because they're often unripe and they're just, you know, they're not up to scratch. And you go in and so now when I go in, not that I've been to prep much recently, but when I go in, I look at the color. And if it's very pale, it's unripe. And if it's very dark in sort of a rich, deep orangey yellow, then that's perfect. Right, I mean, so this is exactly the kind of content that would belong on this <laughs> on this mango text channel. I'm not sure, funnily enough, it's the content that belongs on an Earth Calling episode, but I think it's <laughs> very much, very much belongs on on in, in, in this theoretical fruit server. So the the name for the community I'm just is trying to give server. an example. You see, no, no, of yeah. course, of course, it, I, I like the example. And on, for example, on the banana channel, what I would want to share share in text is the fact that recently I made banana bread for the first time, and yes, I am the the stereotype of uh, a locked down millennial but uh of, of course i didn't realize that banana bread you use with bananas have gone off it's very it's very handy it's amazing mm. um, but one other thing of course is that you can the, the, the typical way of opening a banana is from the wrong end do you know that so yeah. actually if you look at monkeys in the wild they squeeze 
the sort of yep. the opposite ends to what you would normally open and they use it from there. It's actually it's actually a much more satisfying open despite being so kind of counterintuitive by western standards. It's uh, mm. it peels in in a in a kind of much more cartoony way. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm. Um, Another fact, let's just drop in one final banana fact <laughs> is that the predominant strain of bananas oh, is hell, the Cavendish banana which is actually what pretty much every commercially available banana in the world is today. It's the Cavendish, which, funnily enough, is not actually very slippery. So when people say, oh, I slipped on a banana peel, that is based on previously existing banana tropes that are based on, you know, what we had for bananas in terms of the way that they, you know, what genetics they had before the Cavendish became the dominant one. So Cavendish, not actually that slippery. The other final point is that they are therefore very susceptible to fungus or any kind of, there could be a kind of COVID for bananas that would wipe out every banana in the zoo because there's only one strain. So they're they're almost endangered in, in, in that sense. Yeah. That is uh, that's quite remarkable. Excellent facts. Thank you. I can imagine that was uh, some rather strange academic papers you were going through the other day. To... <laughs> <laughs> trying to give you content for your channel. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. And and back to the channels um, and our interest in fruits. I hope I've painted this picture of these separate text channels for kind of bespoke different categories within the same wider community. And then you've got the same thing, but for for voice. So uh, imagine that you and your, uh, you know, your fruit squad, you actually like to, um, you like to play a a board games evening uh, where you pair up in groups of two. There's eight of you, there's four teams of two. Now, you're all in this big fruit community because you're all mates, but ultimately you're competing against each other in the board game Fruits O'Clock or whatever the fruit-themed board game is. And uh, what what you do is you join a voice channel just with your... You've got four four voice channels, Team A, Team B, Team C, Team D. You want to join a voice channel where only you and your friend are able to hear each other. So I joined Team A with Ed and then the I don't know, Team Raspberry joined Team B. And this is just one Don't way to... Don't confuse it by calling teams know, after fruits, I for know, God's sake. I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Team Banana, uh, but then you'd think that oh. I would be on Banana and Ed would be on Team Mango. No, A, B, C, D. Okay, apples, bananas, cherries, damn, uh, dates. Cavendish, probably for C. Cavendish, yeah. Anyway, you, you've got these different voice channels which serve different purposes and basically act as these little rooms, like audio rooms. And we're all familiar with Clubhouse. Uh, please do listen to our episode on Clubhouse where, you know, you've got this little uh, new audio room where you can hear uh, only those people in the room speak. And each voice channel, incidentally, also has a video feature. So for each voice channel, you can also turn on video if you choose and you can also share your screen. So there's a huge amount of functionality for Discord. And the idea is to have this very holistic community where you can share content and talk about things under a specific theme uh, or interest and you can imagine by the way why it's so used for gaming because um, gamers obviously need to be sharing information very quickly live when they're playing things together and discord is perfect for that makes sense and you know we must get into your experience and my experience but one final thing i would just say is that i think it's only being possible to create a platform like this precisely because the internet has enabled people around the world who indulge in extremely niche interests to cultivate those passions because you know previously culture was pretty homogenous because there were only 
certain ways of you know certain media of getting that from a to b so let's let's look for example at the beatles they were the band um of their time and everybody loved the beatles now in reality had everybody had the access to all of the different music that is available today because of the democratization of things like streaming there would have been less of a kind of fandom around potentially bands like the beatles because everybody would be able to go off and look at their weird stuff like you have your weird indie stuff you know, I'm more on the mainstream, admittedly, but you, you see what I mean. And, and nowadays, yeah. you know, that if you take a population of a million, there's probably, you know, tens of them who are really into discussing a particular niche game or want to talk about the mangoes at Pret. Indeed. And those people can now connect, whereas previously they'd be sitting at home thinking, God, I wish there was someone out there like me who wanted to discuss the tensile strength of a banana. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so I think that Discord has, has kind of played off the back of these niche communities that have been able to be built over you know, the past 20, 30 years precisely because people are so much more connected. Uh, exactly and I, I guess that's what neatly brings me on to uh, the discord server crewmates philippines which is- <laughs> <laughs> hang on you tried to sort of slip that in. Wait, that brings you on neatly to what the yeah. discord what is it it's the, the server so again just to you know cycle back a server on discord is the name for a community a community that mm-hmm. contains all of these different channels where you can talk about things and the voice um, the voice channels as well mm-hmm. and i stumbled upon Slash did a lot of digging and weird kind of trawling through these. Um, <laughs> Stumble less, upon is probably l- the lesser, wrong term. <laughs> yeah, lesser visited web pages on the internet, and I found this um, this server that is. It's quite hard to explain what it really is. It's sort of um, it's sort of a place for people in the Philippines to kind of chat to each other, and um, as I found out, to do karaoke. <laughs> um, Wait, hang on. So what? So it's called Cr- Crewmates Philippines. I think it's basically quite a big server for people in the Philippines who just kind of want to chat and uh, have fun with a few vague interests like uh, Among Us, the game Among Us, which is um, uh, a very popular game these days, um, and also who like to sing and talk about memes. So let's, let's you know, if oh, you know, because previously we talked about the Fruits channel and how everyone had this bespoke interest in Fruits. The, the interest here is, is, very, is very simply that you are from the Philippines and you want to talk to people from the Philippines. So your interest is the Philippines. Um, and within that... So you infiltrated this group as a, as a non-Filipino... Yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, you, yes. Did you have to pass some sort of test? Uh, no, no, I, I didn't. I didn't. Luckily, most of the information is in English, but a lot of the chat is in Tagalog. So I'm not mm. really not really able to follow that. But my eye was drawn very quickly to the audio space. So remember, there's audio channels as well as text channels, uh, which which just uh, has the title karaoke. So, I mean, look, what was I going to do? Was I not going to join karaoke? I saw there was around 10 people in the karaoke chat. And also the thing with Discord... What, live? They were there live. They were there live. And the thing with Discord is that even though you're not in the karaoke room, you can see if people are active because their Mm. kind of... Their profile bubbles light up when they're speaking. So I knew... Mm -hmm. I knew... um, And (laughs) everyone was muted except for one person. So, you know, I I intuited that that person was singing. And that's that's when I heard quite a fantastic um, little excerpt, which I can try and play to the microphone now. Are you ready? Oh, God. I am. Okay. Can you hear that? I can. Was she choking up there slightly at the end? Quite emotional. Or was uh, that... uh, it sounded like a pretty emotional um, Filipino song, so potentially. Mm. 
But so she, so to clarify what's going on here, just so everyone's clear, she is on a server dedicated to the Philippines in a channel yes. dedicated to karaoke on the live chat version of that channel, and she is singing to a group of nine people from the Philippines, we assume, plus you, the imposter, yes. and she is giving a rendition of a particular song, and she's never met any of the people on this channel, and their names are all not their real names, probably sort of... <laughs> I don't know, Zippy Zoo twenty three. Yeah. Is that right? Well, it, that's exactly right. Wow! I, and I, what I, did they? What did they make of her song? Um, well, I think at the end of this, you hear the guy kind of be like, uh, <laughs> he's almost like a compere. Oh, thank you very much, uh, Winter sixty nine, for your uh, performance. Next up, we've got. Wow. And, and the issue, which I'll come to soon, is that unfortunately my my handle was read out, and I. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I'd be able to get away with just kind of being in the background there with mute, but um, clearly everyone had already sung and they wanted someone uh, the, the new no the, the new person the new person. Oh my god! And wait, um, what was your name on this thing? If you can reveal my, that, my name was Pink Mario, which, as you know, is my music my music name, musical uh, alter ego, my okay. musical alter ego. And um, I was very, very upset to hear Pink Mario said. Now, again, the issue is that the comparing was happening in Tagalog. So I don't know if I jumped the gun, but I was in this karaoke channel, you know. And I do sing, so I didn't want to shy away from anything. So once they said, <laughs> once they said Pink Mario, just went over to my Spotify, played the first thing I could see, which was Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. I didn't have any of the lyrics up there, so I just... <laughs> I just started singing to this group. Um, I don't know if I was meant to. Um, Please tell me you I, recorded I, this. I, I did. I did record a section. I recorded a section where I start to oh falter on the on on the lyrical knowledge. So here goes. Oh my god, it sounds like the woman. <laughs> I think that's enough. I even did the guitar solo. I don't know what the hell these people were thinking, but... Yeah, um, oh my god. Yeah. But that's interesting. So yeah, so you basically met, or didn't meet, virtually, virtually interacted with some strangers online. How did that make you feel? Were you not doing it? So, were you not to have been doing this just for the purpose of this podcast? How would that have made you feel? And given what we know about your desire for chance encounters on things like chat roulette or on a Tinder <laughs> date, did, are you the sort of person that would frequent these communities regularly? Do you think? Uh, well, I, I was going to drop this later, but I, I, I have been part of uh, four or five Discord communities before even you know beginning this episode. <laughs> <laughs> But but I to be fair I haven't used them frequently at all and I joined them mainly out of curiosity for the platform and the fact that I was introduced to Discord um, after moving to Berlin. But I think look like the karaoke thing I was doing obviously just because I thought it'd be hilarious um, and I, I think it's a I think though that Discord is very special because I think people love this idea that they're entering this really safe space where. Um, you all have mm. this common interest and sure they're strangers but ultimately they're sort of strangers you can trust because they um, they've fallen into the same uh, you know niche uh, interest as you don't get me wrong I, I think that it's extremely powerful to offer people who have 
a niche interest or a part of a subculture a means of communicating with other people who share that interest like let's say you live in downtown i was gonna say charleston you live in some (laughs) random you live in some random town you live in partial montana and population 47 and you actually have a very keen interest in the back catalogue of Alanis Morissette um, and nobody has been able to share that passion with you you go on discord there's probably a channel for that and you can talk about whether or not the song ironic and the fact that none of the examples of irony by Alanis are actually ironic is in itself ironic Exactly, and therefore... Um, it's a, a, like rain fact, on your wedding day. Yeah. It's a free ride when you've already paid. Not ironic, neither of those things. Yeah, rain on your wedding day is, is unfortunate. That's the word um, that I'd go for. Mm. Um, well, ironic if you're a weather presenter, of course. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I think, uh, if, if yeah. anything, that, that song might be the most genius example of irony that it exists and therefore is perfect uh, in its naming. But yeah... Um, Look, I mean, I actually wanted to take over Laszlo's listicles with um, with a little game involving the Discord communities that I've joined in the past, but we can leave that to a bit later. I'm curious to hear about your experience of, of this platform, given the fact that you and I do differ in our attitude to random encounters, and it took you uh, probably around six beers to start talking to people on chat roulette. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 did you also, uh, you know, did you have a, you know, a bit of Dutch courage before your your venturing into into Discord? Well, I think I, I didn't have any Dutch courage, but I think my mistake was to approach it from the top down. So I basically looked at what the most popular Discord channels are and found them to be, you know, connected to certain video games. There's one called Chill Lounge, which is basically people who are just hanging out together. And another big one is is to do with Pokemon. Um, there's the Wall Street Bets channel, which gained huge amount of popularity around the GameStop saga earlier on this year. But what I found difficult, therefore, having just approached it top down, was I didn't really connect with any of the content. I just found it to be just super random. And and the people on things, even things like the Pokemon channel, you know, I used to love Pokemon they didn't seem to really even be discussing much about Pokemon yeah. necessarily. They were just saying, you know, oh, how's it going? Like Mega Pikachu, Mega Snorlax. Yeah. Like I know those are Pokemon, but just they, they're just saying, oh, I want to catch this one. I want to catch that one. I did, it didn't yeah. seem like people were creating a strategy. Um, I found a lot of the content was just extremely odd. Like people just going, yeah. oh, hey, how's it going? I've got a new laptop. What shall I do? I'm literally reading out examples here. And I found yeah. it to be quite quite dull and and uninteresting but Uh, that's i think because i didn't find one particular channel that i would have connected with i should have actually thought you know what am i interested in and how can i then find the community of people that are into that too yeah i mean i i think that actually the the thing about these communities is that they have this overarching uh theme so you know fruits or whatever but uh, in the end, once you've become a part of this community, uh, you've become friends with the people there. So you're not always going to be talking about fruits. You're also just, you know, chatting because you're friends. So I think in that sense, they are very high context places where if you go in as a newbie, it takes a lot of mm. time and de- dedication to actually become part of the, the woodwork. 
Um, and you need the dedication mm. comes from being actually really interested in the overarching theme. So, you know, one leads to the other. And then eventually, once you've cemented yourself, that's when you start to really, you know, um, be mates with everyone and you start, you know, seeking advice outside the realm of this theme. Um, mm. But the, the original thing that, that binds you is, is the, yeah, the, the reason you're there, the, the topic. Yeah. I wonder as well to what extent it's just a, a kind of further illustration of how socializing is just going online increasingly and how people just want to hang out online and they want to hang out as if they were in person. So yeah. as synchronous, as you like to put it, as possible. So, yeah, I mean, I'm literally looking at the Pokemon channel now and there are probably three people currently typing on the general chat thing. And it's, yeah, yeah. okay, well, well, so sweet W says okay, I'm 13, actually I'm 14. And then someone goes, well, this guy is a boomer. And then someone goes, what's a boomer? And he goes, you. Uh, okay, okay, great, great. And great then chat. suddenly you get Punk wants to battle saying bloody Pokeball contest rules mean I can't use this thing. I spent ages because it doesn't relate to the Lord of the Games. So I, it seems very odd. And then someone just comes in going, baby, shark, do, 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 do. So the, the, the con, like, I, I'm finding it very difficult. Maybe this is my status as a, as a 29 year old who likes to call himself a 28 year old, just <laughs> becoming a bit, a bit kind of, I'm finding it hard to follow all these different threads that are in the same chat. But that was my experience. I don't know. I think, I think it is extremely interesting and it does offer people who want to connect over, topics that are relatively niche the opportunity to do so and i think that it probably gives people yeah friends and a sense of community where otherwise they might have they might have felt quite excluded or lonely or i don't know yeah socially um bereft of opportunities because they were weird i guess yeah maybe yeah um so I, th I think it's a good thing i think it ha i think it has a huge amount of promise and I think it will continue to grow. What they're trying to do now, interestingly, is to bridge it into something that's well beyond gaming and is actually, you know, it's actually just somewhere where people go to chat about the things that they're interested in. And who knows whether they'll be able to do that. I think potentially, I think we're saying that we think they might be able to. Well, perhaps this is a good moment then to go on to the listicle segment, Laszlo's listicles, which is... Uh, ever-changing and uh, this week will in fact be in the form of three truths one lie so ed you have to identify which of these discord communities i was not part of before we even started planning for the earth calling episode okay this is well yeah last week you did two truths one lie which i managed yeah. to get so I, yeah. you're trying to make it a bit harder exactly okay. yeah. exactly uh, i did two truths one lie last week and i just thought you know too easy so this week I'm gonna I'm gonna read out four Discord communities again. I was part of these by my own volition before we started talking about Discord, uh, which reflects kind of problematically on me. And I'm gonna read them out one by one. Okay, so the first one is Lady Brains Quiz Team. <laughs> That's the first one. That's the first okay. one. The second one is Wait But Why Europe. Okay. The, the third one is meet and greet, meet spelt M-E-A-T, meet and greet. <laughs> Surely not. Okay, yeah. Good. And the last one is Dungeons and Dragons, Ironwood. Okay. Uh <laughs> now, at this point, I just want to say that it's actually embarrassing that I was part of any one of these groups. And uh, uh, let alone three, but yeah, T talk me through your 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 thoughts. Right. So, 
Um, these are wonderful. So I think I think in a sort of typical process of elimination when given multiple choice questions. So to recap, I think we had Lady Brains quiz team, yep. Wait But Why Europe, uh, Meet and Greet, Meet spelled M-E-A-T, and then something to do with Dungeons and Dragons, which is the fantasy board game, if yes. memory serves. So I think knowing your love of general knowledge and quizzes and things like Sporkle, I think that lady brains quiz team is the first one that i would eliminate i think i could definitely see you being part of that and chipping into various quizzes uh when you're on your lonesome in your in your berlin flat or mm-hmm. on a tuesday evening i then think that probably along the same lines you're a you're a vociferous reader and you have a thirst for knowledge <laughs> and so i think that you are probably interested in strange facts about Europe, whether those be cultural, historical, or geographical. And so I can imagine Wait But Why Europe being a channel dedicated to interesting facts about things that Europe has done or have happened in Europe that are kind of weird and counterintuitive, and it kind of explains them. So yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna rule that one out as well and say that's also true. Um, meet and greet is almost like i mean just has to be fake i don't know like you know we've talked a lot on this podcast about your status as a vegetarian but your very troubled status (laughs) as a vegetarian given that you love meat and you've you've ended up in sort of strange parts of tiktok dedicated solely to filet mignon i mean you've sent me tiktok videos of of parts of tiktok that i haven't even got to and i love beef and barbecue so so I'm going to pause on that one, but I think that's probably most likely the fake one. And then Dungeons and Dragons again—that's that's right in your wheelhouse. Um, some weird kind of fancy board game where you're, you know, I don't know, leveling up your wizard or something. So I, I'd say that that's definitely true. <laughs> He's actually a half elf mage, but never mind. <laughs> Sorry, apologies. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say that meet and greet, meet spelt like meet, uh, is the false one. Ah, uh, it saddens me to say that you are in fact correct, and that the meet and greet. <laughs> I had to put it. In, I had to put it in just to yeah, continue, too good. Continue the joke from previous episodes that I would potentially have been part of a very, very carnivorous Discord <laughs> Discord com- community. I am not a part of that, but the other three, I I am a part of. Wow. Okay. So. Was I was I kind of right in trying to characterise what those things sort were? Of. Are they? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, one of them was very much a one-off. The Lady Brains quiz team uh, was. Yep, I was part of doing my company pub quiz, and we had a team called Lady Brains. I was the only man on the team, and um, the the women decided to to name it like that. Then Wait But Why is actually a really good blog uh, written by a guy called Tim Urban who once wanted to organize mm-hmm. a meetup, a meetup with people who read his blog because he was thinking, you know, these people clearly have mutual interest. Let's get them together. So that was a Discord channel for the meetup. And then... Sorry, but so Wait Wait But Why is a blog about what? Sorry. Oh, it's a blog about all sorts of things. He's he's sort of a, a modern day philosopher, let's say. He writes about mm. um, he writes about friendship, about meaning, about artificial intelligence, basically whatever he wants to talk about and the implications it has on on humanity. 
Interesting. It's very, very good, by the way, worth checking out. It's got fantastic illustrations that go, but I'm sure people have stumbled upon his um, his pieces in the past. He's got a very famous one on procrastination, which has got the, okay. instant, the instant gratification monkey who kind of takes over the wheel in the head. Yes, um, yes, you, I've heard of that. You might have seen that. Yeah. He's also got a TED talk you might have seen. Yeah, okay. And sorry, and that's called Wait But Why. Yeah, Wait But Why. Yeah, and the final one was a, uh, a Dungeons and Dragons team that I'm a part of. So um, I, I've, st- I've stopped. I've stopped playing now, which is unfortunate because it means that my half elf Quokarim will no longer level up. He's still stuck on uh, on level twelve for persistence. <laughs> But uh, I enjoyed it while so it lasted. Good. So yeah, that's the. But but again, once you know, once more, Ed continues his pretty pretty good form with these uh, with these listicle segments. He's he's a hard man to best. Hmm. Well, I thought that was, I think that you know I think you knew that probably know, deep that down was, that yeah. I was going to sniff out meat and greed. That, that was the, much that, much as I would love to to yeah. imagine you talking about the different marbling qualities of the Japanese Murasawa A5 Wagyu versus the USDA Prime. I think that even that for you would be a bridge too far. Indeed. But, uh, but I, I, very, I very much enjoyed that. And maybe, you know, maybe as a result of hearing about your experiences, I am slightly more likely, I think, to have a bit more of a look at the platform and to try and find my niche on here maybe there is a, a mango i mean related, yeah but uh, you, you know you're a big fan of monkeys ed you know the tiktok I episode monkeys, taught us yeah. that you, you like a good cheeky monkey so maybe there's one about monkeys maybe there's one about nfts and cryptocurrency because you you know oh, i'm sure you, there are you're a bit of a you know bit of a bit of an expert closet expert so yeah i i, I do encourage people to to just have a little browse see if anything catches your attention but it it, it, it involves definitely some dedication and, and you need to know why you're going on Discord. You don't just go on Discord and, you know, um, kind of potter around. I think that was my mistake and that was a bit of a veiled jab, wasn't it, at uh, somebody <laughs> who hasn't quite taken it by, uh, no, no, by no, its no, true no. value and has um, got, got a little bit lost in the chill lounge talking to the 13-year-olds. <laughs> With some of these more left-field platforms, you, you can always rely on me to have done the digging. Yes. Well, on that note, on that bombshell, thank you so much for tuning in. That's about all we've got time for. Big announcement for this week is that Laszlo and I have decided that season one of Earth Calling will be coming to an end after the 30th episode. So after this one, we will be doing two more episodes on an additional couple of platforms, at which point we will be taking a season break. We're well aware of the fact that most podcasts don't just broadcast weekly uh, ad infinitum, so we'll be taking a break after episode 30. But as ever, please do head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us racing and a bit of feedback. Always love to hear from you. And head over to Spotify where you can download us or indeed head over to our Instagram at earth underscore calling underscore pod where we would love to have a follow. Yes, well, next week Ed and I thought we could don our critic hats and march into the world of online reviews and recommendations with the website known as TripAdvisor. Mm. So get ready for some scathing one-star reviews and the odd angry request to speak to the manager and tune in, as always, next week. For now, Earth out. Mm.